0: Hey, you're listening to the Smoke Meat Podcast. This is your host, Brad Pittman. I've uh, been away for a little while, taking a little hiatus, a little break. going to revamp this show. Uh, tonight, I've got a special guest. Uh, I'm sure some of you out there have heard of McKamey Manor. It's a haunted attraction in Tennessee uh, that's very unique, unlike any other. Tonight, I have the owner and the proprietor there, Mr. Russ McKamey. I uh, had a good talk with Russ, uh, some people, he, he's very divisive, uh, some people are going to love this, some people are going to hate it, but I guarantee you'll enjoy the episode. So y'all kick back and listen, keep listening, share this thing, subscribe it, leave me reviews, uh, whatever you need to do, because we got a lot of really cool stuff coming up, I think you're going to like it. But let's go on ahead and get this beast kicked off here on Smoked Meat. So how you doing today, Russ?
1: Doing good. Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: Oh man, I appreciate you coming on. I know I know this your busy time right now. Probably everybody in the world is aggravating you because for God's sake you own Mcami Manor. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. They all want
1: they all want a piece of the manor right now.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've I've watched some of the videos and all of it on the website and man, intense just a little bit.
1: Now, for anybody out there listening, if you want to watch current videos and current tours, you need to go on Facebook and type in McKamey Manor Official, and that's the one and only official Facebook page. Everything else are hate groups and all kinds of garbage. So go to McKamey Manor Official, apply to get in, and that's where you can watch the current tours and also you can become a contestant that way as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I um clicked on it and apparently forgot to answer the questions. So I've yeah, got to no do good. that again. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got to answer yeah. all the questions. Yes, sir.
0: Yep. So I I've, I've got to get that done. But uh yeah, I've I've seen a lot of the old videos and you know from I think you were in California then, weren't you? For yeah. most of those.
1: Yeah, from San Diego. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay yeah tennessee is definitely different than california isn't it
1: a little bit a little <laughs> bit yeah different kind of mentality out here yeah that's for sure yeah
0: yeah so um you know of course i'm going to ask you some of the same questions that everybody in the world asks you you know that's fine. i know you you were in the navy for 23 years
1: yep active duty 23 years and then after that another 13 years as a veterans advocate working for the vfw helping guys who are separating from the military
0: okay very cool yeah there's not a lot out there
1: no there's not
0: yeah and you know people i i was never military but you know i i tried a long time and just couldn't get in and uh for health reasons but i've been a paramedic for 32 years but i know a lot of guys who who have come out of the military and it's it's a different world out here
1: sure is yep Absolutely.
0: You know, some, some of them have made it and are doing great. And some of them didn't quite make it. And that, it kills me. I hate it's, it.
1: Yeah. It can be, it can be tough. Absolutely. The, the transition out of active duty into, into civilian life can be uh pretty challenging at times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, one one good thing is the dark sense of humor because as a paramedic, I've always had it too. So right. I mesh really well with veterans. <laughs> i can find go. places
1: right yeah
0: but but yeah you know I've, I've listened to some shows that you've been on and you know you talk about yeah. haunts on the ships when you were out at sea and all that
1: yeah that's true i've been doing haunts my entire life it didn't matter whether it was a one bedroom apartment someplace or like you say out out the sea entertaining the troops you know i was always mm-hmm. doing a haunt someplace yeah
0: now what kind of haunt were you able to do on a ship I, guess, I mean they get they can get creepy anyway
1: yeah yeah ships are kind of scary and uh you know you get all the different compartments, and you have all the different areas that people don't go into and you can do some pretty fun things actually you can do a good haunted house on a ship yeah absolutely
0: nice yeah we're, we're looking at doing one out here where we're at next year we've got 12 acres of land with a couple of outbuildings on it and we're, nice. we're wanting to wanting to get into something.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's plenty of land to do it. I like
0: that. Yeah, definitely. And it's all all wooded, so a nice haunted trail would probably be really good.
1: Right. For sure. Good.
0: But, but yeah. And, you know, for, for the people out there that don't understand, people that put on haunts and, and haunted attractions and stuff, it's there's something about it that is so much fun. I, I worked at a place in Augusta down here in Georgia called Plantation Blood for a couple of years.
1: Gotcha.
0: And that was so much fun. Yeah. I didn't make anything. I made gas money. They give me gas money. Cause I drove about 40 miles to get there. Okay. But that was so much fun. And the, the best part are the things that aren't really planned. Right. Cause my, my first year I was in what they called the redneck swamp, which basically Larry walked through and we yeehawed and ran around them and all that. Right. And, uh, after that, I, I could come in and say, I just want to do this today. And they would let me. Nice, and it was so cool.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's just, it's just, uh, it's like putting on a big play every night,
0: and yeah, you know, just
1: about entertainment, just, just entertaining the folks. So yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know, a lot of people don't like it, like to admit it, but they love to be scared down to their bones. A okay. lot of people do.
1: Yeah, that's the kind of folks I get here. I get the uh, the adrenaline junkies. I get the people that can't get scared anyplace else, and they come here because they want to feel that sensation again you know they like scary stuff but they're just kind of burned out by it so they, they come here to try to get their their feel of getting scared
0: yeah yeah I, I, from what i've seen it works oh yeah it works every has, time has anyone ever came close to finishing what what's the longest anyone's ever lasted at once oh
1: golly well it comes in stages the, the first thing you have to do is go through what I call boot camp. and boot camp is where I value evaluate you physically and mentally to find out what you're capable of doing inside the real tour. So boot camp may last a couple hours, but that's not counted as tour time because that's just fun, silly stuff just, again, so I can find out what you're made of and where you're at mentally and physically because I don't want to put you into... A stunt that may cause you a problem and be dangerous to you. I want to put you in things that I know you can handle. And the only way to do that is to do the little boot camp section. But after mm-hmm. boot camp, then the real tour begins. And normally it's about 20 minutes and they're done. Sometimes a lot sooner than that.
0: Holy crap. I I know there was one one show I was listening to where there was a lady that was about to come on her tenth time.
1: Yeah, we get people with you know multiple visits. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'd say more people than not want to come back and do it again. That's how much fun they have. So, all the folks out there that think it's just so horrible, this and that, must be must not be that horrible. If I'm getting people coming back, you know, time after time.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, And, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. When I first heard of McKamey Manor and I, I watched some of the videos, I had a lot of mixed feelings. I mean, I, I did. Right. So I'm thinking, holy crap, this is just torture. But at the same time, you know, everybody's signing the release. And I, I saw where you make them read that thing aloud to you. So they know what's happening.
1: They know exactly what happens. It takes, and, you know, three hours to sign that waiver. It's 40 pages long. We go over it with a fine tooth comb so that way everybody knows exactly what each stunt involves. They know exactly how to get out of it. They know how to be successful. They can ask questions. You know, it's it's very much a learning process, the the waiver. It's just up it's up to them to remember all that information when they're all stressed out and that's hard to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, you know, I'm I'm a tough guy. I mean, I I am. Like I said, I've been a paramedic 32 years. I've done the SWAT thing. I've done a lot of different stuff. Right. And uh, nope, <laughs> I'm right, good. Right, right. <laughs> you, you. you can just go on ahead and have my milk money. There you go. There you go. That's
1: right. There you go. And, and so but, far, you know, if you watch that movie, if you go to McKamey Manor Presents, which is the only official YouTube channel. Everything else is stolen channels. It's um, hack stuff. It's hate groups. But Kami Manor Presents is where the legit page is at. And there's a movie called And Then There Were None. And I made that specifically for people who are interested in taking the tour. It explains exactly how the the whole show works. And then the last part of the, the show, the, the movie, it shows you everybody who's ever attempted to take the tour and how things worked out for them because I, it's important that everybody that comes here knows that they're going to fail as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want somebody having their feelings hurt because they didn't succeed because you will not succeed. I mean, that's just the way it goes. You'll yeah. have fun. You'll have a good time. You'll be challenged. But are you going to actually... Beat the manor? No. Is the manor going to take your lunch and, uh, you know, and your milk buying all that good stuff? Absolutely. It has every time. And in that movie, you'll see everybody at the very end of their tour and just what happened to them. So, you know, it's going to happen to you as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just kind of say I I applied today and I I passed all the tests and everything. You know what you can tell me. I know you're. You obviously can't tell me what's in the tour because that's the fun is the surprise, right? But uh, what what would the process be before and after all that?
1: I mean, as far as trying to get yeah. in, you mean? Or I mean,
0: well, once say say I finally got in, I got my I passed my physical, I passed my drug test that day, right? All that good stuff.
1: Well,
0: so, roll up to see Russ for the first time.
1: So the first so the first thing that happens is the week prior to your show. You you'll be doing what we call challenges. This is before the tour. Challenges are something you do in the closed group, which is and again a reason why you want to watch or be a part of that special closed Academy Manor official group, because you get to see all the fun stuff. And so the first week is nothing but challenges, where the moderators work with the contestant and have them do. Different activities every night at eight o'clock, and they go live, and the the audience can watch all these silly things. One might be a food challenge, one might be something out out in public. Um, You know, different challenges that are just entertaining and a little bit humiliating for for the contestant, I expect. And Mm -hmm. but that way we get a feel for the for the for their personality. We find a lot about them that way we we want to know everything there is about the contestant before they actually take the tour so that happens the week prior and then that saturday saturday morning 12 o'clock they roll up and we'll get all their supplies out of the car and we'll start the boot camp experience and that will that will last as long as they either can last or it will last you know it can be either long or short they have to give it their best best college try and after boot camp that's when the real tour begins and there's 80 different variety of activities that they could be brought into and it just depends upon what is their personal fears and phobias every tour is different there's there's nothing the same it's all based upon their individual fears and phobias Mm -hmm. and we take it from there. And then if, if they get through the initial part of their first stunt, which I call them, then the clock starts. And if, mm-hmm. if they then if they can last ten hours from there, then they can win twenty but so far no one's even come close.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. So so basically you're finding out their fears and you could just kind of tailor, make it to their fears.
1: Yeah. So So we know all about their fears and phobias, you know, weeks ahead of time. That's part of the screening process. And, and you would think that the contestant wouldn't really tell you, but they actually do because the people that come here want the biggest challenge they can get. So they want to be honest and upfront and they want us to, to play, hard with them. They want us to really challenge them. And so, you know, there may be somebody out there that tried to fool us, but we find out real quick about what's really scaring them. It's not hard to do. And then, you know, there's things like hypnosis. Everybody knows that we hypnotize people that's in Mm -hmm. the contract. It's something that, you know, is going to happen. So once the hypnosis starts and once they're hypnotized, that's why, the game can be over so quickly because I can make people believe whatever I want
0: them to. You know, oh, I, the mind is ruthless. It, it <laughs> is absolutely. You know, I can I can put you in a kiddie pool with three inches of
1: water and tell you there's a great white shark in there, and you're gonna believe it. So I can really mess with him that way. Even though you know it's just one on one. There's just it's me against them. There's no other actors. Nobody's roughing you up. Nobody's laying a hand on you, nothing like that. It's just a purely psychological battle. Can they withstand what I'm going to do to them psychologically? And can they not let me get into their head? If they can Hmm. keep me out of their head, they'll do good. But as you can tell by that movie, and then there were none, you'll see hypnosis in full effect in that movie. And you'll see that it's very difficult to get away from what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you ever had anybody that couldn't be hypnotized? (laughs)
1: Not yet.
0: Not yet. No. Nope. Because I, I know I've, I've tried twice. You know, once was one of the little stage shows, which yee but the other one I actually had to go to a therapist, and she tried for almost an hour, and it just it didn't happen.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, may, maybe you should take the tour.
0: I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey. See, I'm I'm out, man. I've had strokes. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. We <laughs> don't you don't have any more problems. That's true.
0: But yeah, darn, but yeah, but um, yeah, you know, you to talk about uh, the different video channels, different Facebook channels. You know, when I was looking online, there's a boatload of them. Oh and I, yeah, and they're all
1: and they're all hater groups. And they're all fakes. The only the only real page is YouTube. McKinney Manor presents, and the only real Facebook page. Is McKinney Manor official. We don't yeah. have an Instagram. We don't have TikTok. We don't have anything. So everything you see out there is just people trying to capitalize and pretending to be me, pretending to be the manor. But, you know, you can tell real fast whether they're the legit thing or not. And there's only two legit places, and that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, um, another question I have for you is – I know you did it in California and I've, I've seen a lot of those videos right. and uh, what's the difference between the Tennessee show and the California show? I know you have a new one in Tennessee.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, so the, the show in San Diego is much easier than, than the Tennessee show. The, the San Diego show was not a psychological show. It was a hands-on in your face, rough you up, you know, that kind of a show yes. out here. Again, nobody lays a hand on you. It's just me against the contestant. There's no big rough guys, you know, getting in your face, yelling at you, screaming at you. It's very calm. It's very relaxing. It's just a big psychological game. Can you not let me get into your head? And like I say, you know, if you watch that movie, you'll see all the failures that no one's been able yet to not let that happen so that's the biggest change and the challenge is that psychologically it's much more difficult that's why i can offer the money out here which i which i would not have done in san diego because you could get through that show because you yeah. can, you know eventually people yelling at you and pushing you around and getting in your face you can you can deal with that you can go okay great you're yelling all right blah 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 but the psychological part of it is much more difficult to, to get over. And that's why I've offered the $20,000 and that it just, it's just much more difficult. It's, it's easier in some ways, but mentally, which is where, you know, the true challenge comes in. It's a thousand times more difficult.
0: Yeah, I would I would rather go through the one in San Diego than the the middle one because I oh, can yeah. oh, people yeah. yelling and pushing and hitting and all that. That's just going to work. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. The San Diego show is a piece of cake compared to this. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the mind—it's people don't understand that the mind can do such amazing things. We don't have a clue what all it can do. And Absolutely. I mean, I've had patients who have had you know broken bones that I've talked to spoke to them and i don't have to give them the high powered pain medicine i can i can talk to them a lot of times and it helps yeah absolutely. they're not hurting anymore
1: you know the the big thing we call it out here it's it's mind over matter, not mind over matter mind over manner
0: and That'd make a good t-shirt
1: yeah absolutely and so you'll you'll hear that a lot mind over matter that's what it is I mean, when you, and we we try to we try to keep people going as long as they can as well. You know when they get to that that quitting area and when they're ready to tap out because there is a safe word out here. There is, you know, unlike San Diego, there is a safe phrase here. So once you're ready to go and they're ready to go, sometimes at boot camp they're ready to go. Sometimes when they drive up here and they're in their car, it all hits them really hard and heavy. They're in they quit when they're doing the contract. I mean, they they quit more often than not before the tour even starts. And that's the amazing thing about it.
0: Yeah. I just like the onesies. That's a nice touch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a, a Kaney Manor original. It's always been that way. And it is for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, it's for safety because we, we need your body protected. We need your arms protected, your legs covered up, your torso covered up. And then you have to wear clothes underneath it as well. So, you, you know, because it is a rough sport. It is a rough tour. and You can get some cuts and bruises and stuff. So mm. you need to be covered up. And then secondly, it's just so silly that you're going through this crazy extreme tour, but you're wearing the craziest onesie that you can imagine. It's just kind mm. of fun to fun visual to see.
0: Yeah. You're going through it dressed as a duck, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's great.
0: They're very cool yeah i like I say i i've talked to a couple of people that i know that i work with and it's, you know I've, I've got this guy i've got russ he's coming to come on the show and some of them are like, oh that's amazing and some of them are you're gonna stick it to it no i'm not the man's a, he's he's doing what he loves to do and people are letting him in there signing their waivers, so they love it too so leave the man alone
1: i mean people think that I, I, I don't know what they think. I guess they think that we just kidnap people off the street and bring them here. It's a huge deal on their part to be selected. They have to go through a huge gamut of stuff and lots of hoops they got to go through. Like we talked about, they got to have a, a current physical they got to purchase. They got to have to have a mental evaluation. They got to have background checks. They got to have proof of insurance. They got to meet all the age requirement stuff. They got to go through a screening with our administrators. They got to go through a lot of stuff. So they really got to want this in order to get that. And then even then, they may not be selected to go through. They have to be the right kind of contestant. We We don't want somebody who could be triggered easily. The last thing we want to do is hurt somebody mentally or physically. So they've got to be in great shape. Mentally, they got to be strong. We don't want someone that's going to have a problem afterwards. So the goal here is to entertain them and nothing else. And so for all those haters out there that think that we're just yanking people, unsuspected people off the side of the road, and, and these folks don't really know what they're getting into, they've been working months and months and months of trying to get in here. And eventually, hopefully, they'll make it. But this is something they really want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this this is a year-round thing. It isn't just it yeah. isn't just Halloween. Right. It's, it's
1: year-round. You got it.
0: Like, man. And and the only thing you charge is just a bag of dog food, which I think's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I have dogs and that dog. crap gets pricey.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's
1: always been a bag of dog food. It'll stay that way. And it's just a hobby. It's not a business, you know, which enables me to do have more freedom. If I was a business, then I would be, re- you know, regulated more on yes. what I can and cannot do. But being that it's just a hobby and people are volunteering to come through. It's kind of like they're friends and family. So they're visiting, you know, one day a week to take this really fun experience. And, uh, so that's why nobody, Can shut us down because there's nothing to shut down. It's Mm. you know what I mean. Uh, People try. There's waivers out there. There's, I mean, there's you know, there's petitions going on. Trying you know with thousands and thousands. But it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. People have tried. Everybody's tried. But we're not doing anything illegal. So if you're not doing anything illegal, you got you got to put your logic cap on and go. Well, there must be more to the story. And all those crazy things you hear, there's probably not really the way it the way it is. Because if it was the way the way it was, then clearly I'd be shut down, and there'd be all kinds of repercussions. But clearly, yeah, oh, there yeah. never there never has been. So obviously, there's more to the game than what people know.
0: Well, I think for a lot of people, is the legend. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, they, they used to pull people's teeth. I wonder if they still do that and stuff like that. You know, and. Like when where I'm from, I'm from a small town just out of Augusta, Georgia. I'm not right. there anymore, but we had a adult shop open in our town. And that was the biggest controversy. Oh, man, it was just horrible. Oh, did all the churches got together? I mean, it was just ridiculous. Right. And I went in there one day, I, I got to see this place. And the most risque thing they had, they had some pasta that was shaped like a penis. That was the the most risque thing they had and everybody was having a fit but nobody would go in there because oh it's an adult shop. Right. No, it's a lingerie store. Calm down. Right, there you go. It's not like the you know, cashiers walking around in a thong, nothing, and I think she's wearing jogging pants, I'm not sure.
1: Right, right. That's funny
0: but just, just wondering and not knowing is half the fun a lot of times.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm real good at what I do. I'm real successful as far as with the contestants. And, and so it makes people wonder, and it is scary. I'm not going to, you know, and and I can back up everything that we say we're going to do. We can do one way or another, whether it be psychologically, we can do it or we can do it, you know, hands on physically. So, it is a very challenging tour to go through, and it's yeah. not for everybody. But the people that go through, they know very well everything that's going to happen, and they're signing off on that.
0: Yeah, the the one rule that you have that just tickles me to no end because I know that I would wind up leaving there owing you about twenty grand. <laughs> it's the no cussing rule,
1: right? Right, no cussing. Yeah, yeah,
0: because I I use it for punctuation half the time, and if I get scared. I'll say stuff that ain't in the Bible in a heartbeat now.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. But we have, we have ways of keeping your trap shut if we need to. So if somebody really has a problem with cussing, and they actually don't because I've never had that problem. People come here, they all tell me the same thing. Man, I'm such a cusser and stuff. But they're, they're so into playing by the rules, and they're so into really doing a good job that they really control that. And it's it's, it's pretty funny. I've never had a problem with that. I've never had a problem with anybody fighting back. Never. In all these years of doing it, no one's ever had a problem with that. So it's pretty funny, actually.
0: (laughs) See, that would, see, everybody, I know my instinct is to fight back. Right. And I would, I would have such a problem. I feel like I would anyway.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't. You'd you'd be okay. Could you, (laughs) could you feel comfortable and understand the game? It's like it's just a big game show, and so you'd get it, and you'd just go along for the ride and 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 have a good time. so so you'd be okay as well,
0: okay. yeah, I, I know it's it's funny in a normal haunt, people are hitching a heartbeat, right. Um, we had two clown rooms, and they they were adjoining, and the first one was basically black walls with neon polka dots, all that stuff, and little barrels sitting in there and clown figurines. And we had a guy, he was a senior in high school, and he was three foot eight. Wow. And they would dress that little bastard up and set him on one of those barrels. And I would walk through there knowing he was sitting there, and he would jump just to get me every time, and it worked every time. (laughs) But he would get hit about three times a night. Now, you know you are terrified when you just punch a midget. Right. That's all there is to it.
1: (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: But, but it's it's funny the fears that people have because when you you go to the haunts and you pay attention, mm-hmm. the 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 scariest character I ever did, I came in late one one evening, and the makeup trailer was empty. I called Mike, the guy who ran it. I said, Look, I want to do this character. He said, "Okay." And I was wearing a pair of sl- old sleep pants and slippers, a T-shirt and a robe, and they made me look about seventy years old. Right, And I just walked through the parking lot and the, the lines outside just stopping and asking people, have you seen my daughter? That's right. all I would say. The staff didn't even know who it was. They wound up call, getting security to call the cops out there for me. That's wild. They thought I had gotten out of one of the nursing homes. I'm like, look, it's me, jackass. Stop. Right. That's and, wild. uh, but I would go in through little hidey holes in there. Cause you know, all of them have little exits you can go through to sure. places And just get up behind people and just say that. And it was so great. And you wouldn't think a little old man would terrify people.
1: Right. Sure.
0: But that was the best character I did out there. He was so simple and just so non-threatening, but he terrified everyone.
1: That's funny. That's funny. That's
0: funny. But. And, you know, I, I told you I've listened to some shows. I like listening to shows because I don't like to ask people all the same questions. It happens sometimes because right. some of these you've answered a thousand times. But I haven't heard this question asked yet. Okay. What scares Russ McKinney?
1: So the things that scare me are kind of the typical, you know, worldwide fears, I call them. I When I first started McKinney Manor, I built it around things that scare me, such as I'm not a big fan of claustrophobia, you know, being in tight closed-in spaces and spiders and snakes and creepy crawlers. Even though we use all that stuff in the show, I don't have a problem with it then, but do I like cockroaches on my face? No. But do we use that in the show? Absolutely. But it's it's different during showtime. Um, heights, I'm not a huge fan of heights, but we have some seriously tall height stunts that are kind of challenging for people if they're a little fear, if they have fears of heights and, you know, water drowning, all the typical stuff, I think. And then we work on all the specialty fears as well. Someone's got something that's unique to them. We'll, we'll build that show around that. But so, yeah, just all the typical stuff, I think. Nothing that I can't handle, but stuff that I'd probably rather not do if I had a choice.
0: I can dig it. Like I said, if I told you, okay, look, I'm scared of Sasquatch. I'm sure there would be a lot of big hairy cats in this thing,
1: wouldn't it? Right. Probably would be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I understand about when it's showtime, you know, putting all that aside because my sister is terrified of spiders. I could throw one at her and she will have a fit, but she will take that same spider magnify i mean if it was 10 times bigger she would pick it up to throw it on someone else and be fine with it
1: right exactly when it's showtime it's showtime
0: yep definitely
1: yeah
0: well i'll tell you russ man i've had a blast and you know you're welcome on here anytime Okay. Uh,